Once you open your mind, there's no turning back. The path to building superior intelligence requires us to unlock the most fundamental secrets of the universe. You are on the verge of having the life most people can't even imagine. Welcome to the Joel Said Podcast. In this podcast, we decode life and hack success with the help of neuroscience, cognitive psychology, and cutting-edge research that you can apply to your daily life. This is Episode 7, where we talk about the science of procrastination and how to hack procrastination. I am your host, Jess. I just wanted to take a minute before we get started today to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. It really means a lot to me. Without your guys' viewership, honestly, we wouldn't be here today, and I can happily say we've made it to week number two and are still going strong. So if you do like listening to us, please leave a review in iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you are listening to us. It really helps us know that we are making a difference in your life. So let's get to it. Procrastination. We all do it in some shape or form. You can kid yourself and say you don't, but at some point we make plans to do something and then we don't take any actions or we stop halfway because we get bored or something else comes along. We leave our assignments to the last minute. But do we know why we do this to ourselves? Well, let's go back some time. This problem is so common that it dates back centuries. So, going back thousands of years to ancient Greece, Aristotle and Socrates developed a word for procrastination. They called it akrasia. Akrasia, according to the Oxford Dictionary, is defined as the state of mind in which someone acts against their better judgment through weakness of will. We all try to overcome procrastination, but it affects some of us more than others. Some of us fall off the horse, but can get back on it. You know, we know we need to get something done. Others find it a lot harder to do. Well, there is growing evidence that indicates procrastination actually negatively impacts our happiness and our future success. There is a behavioral economics term called time inconsistency, which helps to explain why procrastination rules our lives. Time consistency refers to the tendency of the human brain to value immediate rewards more highly than future rewards. So, our brain likes the here and now. It doesn't want to focus on the future. When our brain makes long-term plans for ourselves, like losing weight or writing a book or learning a new language, we are essentially making plans for our future self. You're visualizing what you want your life to be like in the future. While you are conceptualizing your future self, it is easy for your brain to see the value in taking action for these long-term benefits. But when the time actually comes to taking action on the plan that you had made earlier, you are no longer taking actions for your future self. You are now working on your present self. According to researchers, your brain finds higher value in the present than it does in the future. And your present self likes instant gratification, not long-term payoff. That's why if you're trying to lose weight, but you see a big plate of pasta, trust me, this has been me all weekend, 
you end up going for that pasta. You get that instant gratification. Oh, this food tastes so good. I'll get myself to the gym later this week. Don't worry about it. So it's because your mind is focusing on your present self and the instant gratification. This is one of the reasons why you might go to bed feeling motivated to make a change in your life. But when you wake up, you find yourself falling back into old habits. A study conducted by the Department of Psychology and Neuroscience at Duke University studied 1,000 children from birth until the age of 32 years. The study revealed that self-control as an executive function helped to promote the brain's frontal cortex. This is the part of the brain responsible for planning complex cognitive behavior, personality expression, decision-making, and moderating social behavior. Low self-control is a direct contributor of early mortality, psychiatric disorders, wealth-related problems, and criminal convictions. So, let me see if I can help to give you some hacks to have some more self-control. I got about three of them for you today. The first one is imagination. Imagination is a powerful technique for improving your willpower. The body often responds to imagined situations in the way it responds to experienced ones. Close your eyes or write out a detailed description of what you want to achieve. I try to do this myself when I'm stuck in a problem. I'll close my eyes and I'll get down to the tiniest, tiniest detail of what I'm wearing, how do I feel, who am I talking to, their full-on facial features, or any detail of the project I'm working on, anything. Because being able to imagine you doing that will actually help you have the self-control to complete it when you come out of the imaginative state. The second one is managing your stress. Stress depletes your willpower. When we are stressed, our body releases a hormone called cortisol. Cortisol increases our cravings for carbohydrates, which can lead to unhealthy habits like overeating and alcoholism or simple sugar intake. Eventually, this becomes our habit to deal with stress, and it depletes your willpower. The best way to reduce your stress is with music or something that can elevate your mood. And the third one is, and I'm pretty sure you'll be as surprised as I was, is caffeine. A caffeine-triggered surge of adrenaline and dopamine works to enhance your motivation. Caffeine can positively alter how we experience what we are doing. An article in Scientific American suggested that taking caffeine consistently can artificially induce a sense of interest in what we would otherwise find uninteresting and might help us tolerate a long-term goal. So guess what? Drinking coffee is actually good for us. Thank you so much for tuning in. This podcast provides general information and discussion about supplements, health, and related subjects. The content provided in this podcast and in any linked materials on our website are not intended and should not be construed as medical advice. If the reader or any other person has a medical concern, he or she should consult with an appropriately licensed physician or healthcare worker. Please head over to www.jolsit.com slash podcast to download the show notes and detailed research along with the resources discussed in today's episode for your future reference. 
If you like today's podcast and found value in it, go ahead and share this podcast with your friends. Leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast. It really helps us to continually bring quality content to you.